0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the FPL Renegades podcast. We're here recording on Tuesday, the twenty-sixth of January. My name is Drew, and as always, I'm joined by my good pal Kirks. How are you, Kirks? I am good, Andrew. How are you? I am very good, Kirks. Just elongating my words for dramatic effect.
1: Some good pronunciation.
0: Slash, I'm
1: rusty. So we should have been, been a. You should have been a college DJ.
0: <laughs> to <the> dream like <laughs> so yeah we took a breather there for a little while we've been off the, the airwaves for a few weeks back refreshed ready to go hopefully with some FPL uh, info I don't know about you but
1: I've no, fallen to be honest, out
0: of FPL love a little bit the last few weeks
1: it's just been really hard because there's so many games on spread over so many days and then there's also so much going on with like the blanks, doubles, the cancellations, the rematches. I can't actually like (laughs) fucking keep up with it. I'm like, I had a plan, plans out the window. I've taken a hit. The guy's got COVID. The game's off. It's like, oh, Jesus, what the fuck do I do now? So I've just been panicking day to day as opposed to planning. (laughs) It's a disaster. (laughs) There's probably a fine line between the two. Um... Yeah, it's just no gaps. You know, like when everything's on like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was like, grand, game week's over. You've got, like, the Champions League, Europa League, and you're like, looking at some highlights and whatever, some numbers. And now it's just like, oh, there's a game on. Oh, there's a game on. There's a game on. It's like, I don't get to actually check anything. That last uh, United Liverpool game of the Cup was actually the first time I've watched a game where I was kind of like, oh, grand. I'll just watch this game. Yeah. Um, like, I didn't care. I, although I still kind of made the odd comment of, like, oh, Jason back in the goals. Get him on your team, whatever. But it was... First time in a long time I've watched a game between two Premier League clubs. Yeah, and you've alluded to it, it there. like The whole sheets. drip feed of games, I absolutely hate it. Do you know? It's just, just, it actually drives me mad. It's like, not stress me out is the wrong word, but it just drags the arse out of the week and you're still waiting for the next one. Instead of watching one game with all the results coming in, you're watching loads of games and you still have more games to go. And like, ugh. Yeah,
0: Like I've been having a good season. It's nothing to do with do you know, it's not going well. I just still hate it. Like, even when it's going your way, well, it's even when it's going your way, it's just dragged out to bits. Like, but what can we do? That's life, do you know? We We're live in a zombie horribly. apocalypse, Kirks. That's the We're only mention horribly. of zombies
1: this week now. <laughs> We're going to be horribly distracted by this game in the background, aren't we?
0: I'm not looking at it, Kirks. So I'm looking at your face. I'm going to rely on your reactions. <laughs> I look <laughs> up anytime. Uh, anytime you look like you're about to have a stroke, I look up at the screen. But They'll until feel. then... We're gonna keep it professional. Um, and okay. one of the last games that uh, we actually watched during the pod was Man City against West Brom. Um, KDB oh. blanked. Ruben Diaz scored an OG. Man City didn't win, but uh, they look a lot better since then.
1: And uh, they look they look deadly. Yeah. Like they, it's not that they look deadly. It's like they look like the team they're meant to be, and everybody else is become shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's true. I,
1: I don't think they're like, breaking any record, well, they actually are breaking records, aren't they? Like, some sort of stupid, away record or something. But like, nothing incredible, just, they're doing what they're meant to be doing, and they're getting the results they should be getting. They're keeping clean sheets against people. They should be keeping clean sheets against. And everybody else is just fucking, falling around the place. Yeah. Imploding and whatever.
0: They're back to being the darlings of FPL, which they usually are. For a, a while there, there was a lot of people, not really fancying them, uh, rightly so as well. I think we kind of were all over them and called called it way, a bit too early. Do you remember just before the 5 0 against Burnley? And uh, Yeah, we'd, I think, we'd,
1: we'd gone in three players, I think, at that game and said, yeah. they we're going to win.
0: And I think we went on the Lads podcast, uh, the Hangover Lads, and I uh, totally talked up City. They won 5 0, and we're like, yeah, we know everything. And then they kind of <laughs> fell away again. But uh, they seem a bit more solid
1: now. Well, if you've been rolling with the double City defense here, you've probably raked in the points, especially if he went with stones uh, with the, the double week. But even Cancelo has been uh, consistent enough. And even Diaz that week, he, he I think he got the two
0: clean sheets and he got an assist. So he had yeah, a racked nice of the points as well. But uh, yeah, let's move on from that anyway. Um, where do we go first? I suppose we'll briefly talk about what you've just said there, the blank game week 18 and double game week 19. Uh, very briefly, how did you get on? Because we're in game week 20 now.
1: So yeah, we don't
0: so, need all the details, but we still want to know where we're at.
1: Uh, well, it plays into my future kind of chip usage and stuff as well. So I kind of navigated the, the blank game week with, with no chips. So I had set up my team um a few weeks beforehand, uh took a hit going into it, and yeah, it was it was fine. I was just checked my game week here. On eighteen, I had 1.2 million, which is like no chips and a hit. Happy days, yeah. Uh, green Green Arrow. Um, I feel like me saying Green Arrow is a bit cheap, though, considering I'm coming from like four million. <laughs> and up green up Arrow is a Green Arrow, but uh, yeah, the right direction anyway. Uh, from eighteen to nineteen it was quite it was a bit of a jump, a couple of hundred thousand places. So, yeah, happy out. Um, is that it? Yeah, I know no it chips. Said, I know I said be okay.
0: brief, but. Uh... <laughs> Well, like yeah. the,
1: the City guys and stuff played, but the main thing for me was that I didn't use my free hit and I still managed to get a green arrow and get above the average points. So I'm just taking a free hit now forward into a, maybe a City double game week coming up or something like that. Um, So happy days.
0: Very good. Uh, you're definitely going the right way. I was looking at your team yesterday. I don't think I've even looked at FPL in the last two weeks, but uh, I decided to have a look at your team and you know, you've at least halved your rank in the last few weeks. And, uh, yeah,
1: I was hoping to break the two million barrier there, but this game week ain't going so hot.
0: It's only started, Kirks. It's only started. So yeah, uh it hasn't gone so well for me, but uh look, it can't be your week I... <laughs> every week. you know. What did um, you do 18? 18. I used my free hit. Um I got 42 points, game week rank of 1.7 million wasn't very good. A lot of people did better than me with no tips. Um I just kind of, like I said, I was getting a little bit bored of FPL, to be honest, just like I was saying. It's only a slight exaggeration, but it nearly is one of your only hobbies during lockdown. And I was like grinding away, doing quite well. I was 17K, but like I was just getting bored. So uh, I brought in a few possible differentials. On my free hit, I brought in Sterling. I brought in Sice, another couple. I don't want to go into all the details, but like there was... Safer, more obvious moves. So, I should have brought in a United defender or else double city defense. I should have brought in someone well, else instead of Sterling, you know.
1: But the the Sterlings killed you, really, though, didn't it? Because, I mean, fine, you had Son and Kane and whatever, like the, not bad picks. Sice was against someone crap, if I remember. He was against Everton. Uh, so, oh, no, you take their crap.
0: But uh, I think they were missing DCL. They might have been missing, uh, Hamas.
1: Like you have, uh, on that week, holding with six on the bench, Mitchell with eight on the bench, starting with minus one. So, like, that's Sterling alone. There is enough to swing that game week from average to very good. Like, if he scores that, is that the penalty miss? Was it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that.
1: There was, that's that's why the minus one, isn't it? Yeah, actually, the
0: emotions of that Sterling decision were absolutely huge. Going from being benched to coming on with 10 minutes to go and I'm like, ah, this has been a big waste to somehow being the guy taking the penalty in the last minute. I
1: was
0: like, I might get
1: away with this. Well, he could have scored, what, six points? He got minus one, so swing of seven points. I think that's that's quite a big difference.
0: Yeah, KDB was my uh, captain that week, so he would have got the assist, Uh,
1: just little things. Oh, yeah, yeah, he would have got the assist as well. So, like, that one thing... So that's what it comes down to, but I'm looking at your team, I, Like, you wouldn't have said going into it, it's going to be any worse or any better than any other team.
0: Yeah, I think it's just my attitude to the game a little bit, though. It's like, on a free hit, I can't just pick the same team as everyone else. Like, Sterling was 5% owned, but it's Sterling. Like, he was playing Brighton, who looked made for City. If he's at his explosive best, that's, you know, a massive... Uh, rank booster well, if he hadn't done anything and then of course he doesn't play but sure we're
1: going, we're going to learn
0: that lesson twice tonight I think are we yeah we could we'll get on to that soon but yeah possibly I think Joe Cancelo has scored Kirk so i have been chatting away to you he did and Bernardo an Silva assist And um, so happy days there and then for game week 19 I did something else stupid what did I do oh, I triple captain Fardy um I got a game week rank, I got 83 points game week rank of two two and two and a half million odd um, I suppose the nuts and bolts of it all is in game week 18 and 19. I used two chips, a free hit, and a triple captain, and I went from 17k to 48k. <laughs> so it didn't go great, but like where I am, like I traveled my rank. But if you had offered me that at the start of the season, at the halfway point, you're going to be in the top 50k. I would have snapped your hand off. Would have signed off on it. So happy days. Yeah, no,
1: it's a good position to be in. But um, the triple captain is a shit chip to be honest <laughs> like I wouldn't lose any sleep about burning that but um, for game week 19 how many points did you, say you had? Game week 19? Yeah I got 83 points Oh yeah <laughs> I was looking at your team going how the fuck did I get the exact same points? That's really weird No obviously I didn't I got different points I got 95 uh, Why did I get 95? Oh uh, Antonio I think that was probably the big difference 18 points for Antonio he had um, was it two goals or golden assists or something so that's it fucking I'd planned to bring him from about two months ago and I wasn't sure if he was going to be fit or not then they sold your man I was like happy days he has to play now Hilaire Hilaire's gone gone on a boat to Holland
0: <laughs> yeah good riddance so yeah look that's 18 and 19 um, we're recording this pod right bam in the middle of uh the start of game week 20, but sure. We may as well tell our uh, lovely listeners what we did for those,
1: those I, games I, coming up. <laughs> I just panicked like a motherfucker and <laughs> just brought in Sterling last minute for a hit and Bent shoe Yay me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would be better off just forgetting about the game ever existed. And I'd actually be grand. I would have had uh, 12 more points on the team and I probably would have captain Foden or Fernandez. Would have been grand. Yeah, but
0: Kirks, rewind a little bit there. Talk me through your reasoning. What you must have had some reasoning and like it might help going forwards. Like, why did you bring in Sterling, first of all? Because I did the same thing.
1: I think basically I had lost a city player. So when KDB was injured, he's out for six weeks. And they're playing West Brom. So I had two city players. And one of those city players was Foden, who had just played the full 90 minutes in the cup game, which I thought was a bit surprising because I thought like, actually he'd worked his way into the first team and then he was going to get a rest in the cup and come back in. Now he has started again today, but I was kind of thinking Jesus if he doesn't play. I've got one city player against West Brom. So I was like, right, need another, need another one. And uh, it was pretty much them. I couldn't bring in Cancelo because that meant a two transfer switch for a defender. So it was pretty much Sterling or, or Gundogan And, um, just thought with Sterling being arrested his previous goal tallies, that like, he was the guy to go to. And that's been proven completely and horribly wrong. <laughs> As Gundogan is sitting on a brace. As he puts on his crown and a cape and just like backheels the ball in from the halfway line. Yeah, uh, yeah no. Hindsight's wonderful. Ah, Kirk, you're not alone. I was
0: uh, spitting venom at people on Twitter who were kind of, talking about Gundogan as if he was Frank Lampard 2.0 and uh, based on this game he actually maybe he's um, Frank
1: Lampard 3.0? Yeah. Skinny Frank Lampard. I don't know if he's skinny. <laughs> he's kind of short and stocky. Squat, squatty Frank Lampard.
0: But look, I'm going to stick to my guns. Um, I just thought he was on a hell of a purple patch. Um, one thing that was in his favour is like sometimes people bang in goals and they are on a purple patch like say Tony Martial where he has... Four shots and scores four goals. And it's like, well, that can't keep Continue. going. Whereas Gundawan, his underlying stats did match his returns. He's on penalties. He's like under six million playing for City, about to go on a run of lovely fixtures. It was so easy to bring him in. I just didn't expect this in a million years. I don't think anybody did really.
1: But, uh, well, I hey, do you go back to KDB afterwards? Like, so one of the things I was thinking of was, I want to keep voting, like in the long run. Do people now just instead of having four people have uh, Gundogan, 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 Wonder Go- one,
0: <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a tough one because like as much as I big up KDB and I'm like, ah, oh, Gundogan can't continue this. Like some of the misses uh, KDB has had recently, like where he's playing through the middle and he gets one on one and he just doesn't seem to have any composure.
1: I mean, you say that. Look, did you see the game last week when you, when Gundo missed two? Was it the Villa game? One went under his foot and the other one, like, he slipped or something. Yeah. But uh, that might have been just a pitch. But um, I don't know. It, just, it feels hard to leave KDB out. I mean, you could just roll it down and that gives you money then to bring in someone like Kane, who's been elusive for me with the, the funds. But um, can you? I, I don't know. I'm kind of with you in this. I can't see him continuing this form for the rest of the season. Like, that's going but to put him he... as City's top scorer for the end of the season. Like, he'll be on 20-plus goals, taking the penalties. Like, that's it. That... He doesn't
0: have to continue it for under 6 million, though, do you know? This is no, 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 quite not Dof excessive, kind of but, like, you know, even if he got a couple of twos and then scored in the third game, he's still more than uh, good value. Uh, he's going yeah, to be it's really bizarre. I think against. you're at a big disadvantage here talking about this because... It's a lot harder to try and uh, justify your decision to bring in Sterling and Captain when you know the half <laughs> price option is after going nuts all of a sudden, and uh, the
1: fucking double price guy's done nothing.
0: Yeah, so look, I kind of did similar to you, and um, I only had KDB from a City point of view. So when I was getting rid of him, I wanted to keep a Man City option, and um, I wanted to keep the price structure of my team and. It's just a sickness I have for Sterling. I keep going back to him, even though all he does is disappoint me.
1: Yeah, I think it's the Uh,
0: same. I was looking last year. I captained him six times, and he blanked all six times. (laughs) I brought him in on my free hit. He doesn't start, and he misses a penalty. And then all of a sudden, I have my pick of any player in the game, pretty much, and I decide to go back to him.
1: Yep. I don't know. I did the same thing. Like... I think I just, because I wanted a, a couple of weeks switch, I want to go back to KDB. So I was like, uh, I might as well just bring him in, bring back KDB. But uh, hindsight again. Uh, look,
0: it's not even half time, So who knows? But uh, it's not looking great so far. Uh, the other move I made was a lot better uh, so far. Anyway, I got rid of Andy Robertson and brought in uh, Cancelo, who... Oh, that's worked. I've had no City defenders and it's been killing me the last few weeks. So I knew I had to get in one of them, and I wanted the one to me that has the most upside. Like, he looks great anytime you see him, and he look
1: he That actually looked. Could, be, could be a great move. But I'd say there's a lot of people have switched to Stones having... You know the way people follow the points? Yeah. I'd say a lot of people might have switched to Stones with his, his haul over the double game week, and um, that might be a nice little net kind of gain now over the rest of the City defenders.
0: Yeah, like Cancelo, he's on a goal and an assist already, um, but he's Can just shoot, doing hopefully. what he's... Yeah kind of promise to do for many a week. Like he always looks people are laughing at him on Twitter now. They they use the the adjective lively now when they're slagging off someone because of Lampy. It's always like lively <laughs> Lampty. He looks busy. He looks like he's gonna do something but he never does. So they started using lively for Cancelo even though you know he's in a much better team. He has looked a lot more dangerous.
1: Yeah so. he plays he's a very strange position he plays. I, I don't know if it's intentional from Pep or is it just the way he plays but he cuts in a lot Um, I was going to compare him to like a Wolves, what you call him Doherty, at Wolves but it's not really that high forward but he cuts in like a midfielder, like he's almost like a a fourth central midfielder uh, when they're attacking
0: Yeah and he looks a lot more cultured than the likes of a Doherty, I remember Doherty for Wolves would nearly bludgeon his way into points you know, he's on the
1: penalty spot
0: just bundling stuff in whereas Cancelo looks like he could play in midfield yeah he has done
1: one game didn't he yeah he did
0: yeah it was really strange nobody knew what was going on I remember not believing it. I was like no he's not in midfield and you're like he is and it's only weeks (laughs) later when I looked up the the lineups but anyway this week so far has gone quite good for me Uh, I have Rafinha I have Saucek and I have Cancelo you might not want to hear all this but uh, it's gone quite well and I luckily enough didn't captain Sterling I was so close to captaining him because I think it's part of the Sterling curse. It's like, yeah, you, you don't just you want to get him in. You're fully. like, if, if I'm getting him in, I'm captaining him because he's 11 million plus.
1: Yeah, I'm that's why I, t- I took a hit, brought him in and captained him. I'm that's getting just, my money's
0: worth out of this guy. It's a Raz so, yeah. move. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but yeah, minus four. Cancelo's paid that back already. I captained Fernandez playing Sheffield United. So hopefully more points to go. Um,
1: well, hopefully not. Hopefully, Cavani gets a hat trick and all the Fernandez captains can suck it. Kirks, I'm rooting for you, son. Do you know, we're nowhere near <laughs> each other.
0: So uh, we don't have to be rivals this season. It's been a long time since we were rivals, actually, because uh, I had an absolute monstrosity of a season last year. You're doing the same this year. I, I can't remember the last time we were both kind of going good guns. Two seasons ago, then. Yeah. So I can cheer you on. Yeah. Um, even two seasons ago, I think I came about 19k. You came 5k, but I was never really within striking distance. once I Wow, got in that's the pretty impressive. End. That season. Maybe we should have done a pod that year
1: instead. Yeah, probably. Like, we obviously, started the pod after that season, and then everything went to shit. Yeah, right now we're the two guys who don't own Gunduan. The two only guys <laughs> in SPL. Taking a hit to bring in Sterling. Good move.
0: Right, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to the listeners. One of the segments I wanted to look at today was uh, two of the flavor of the months at the minute, two of the bandwagons. And there's no better man to talk to about a bandwagon because you seem to hate bandwagons and you're always ready to shoot them down. <laughs> so the number one was uh, Gundawan and number two was James Madison. We can't really do that segment anymore. Gundawan, we've just spoke about him. He's kind of proved us all wrong. Um, anything you want to say about James Madison? Can you
1: keep I, it up? He actually playing very well, though. You know, yes. you know, like previously, I think he used to get a couple of bits and pieces. Like, he'd score for a free kick or he'd get a, an assist from a corner. And it's un, like stuff that he, he, I don't know where, that he couldn't keep up. But he's actually playing very well. So I'm a little bit worried that he actually is something in at the moment. I would yeah. love to shoot him there and just kind of go, it's a purple patch, whatever. But he looks to have bought into like Brendan is. Philosophy and like the interviews that he's been given have been very much like you know the closing down the effort the running but the running is running his first kicking a ball a second all this kind of crap and uh, it's paying dividends for him like he seems to be popping up like in dangerous areas like his goal there two weeks ago was like from the six yard box kind of stuff he roof rifled it into the roof but um yeah pains to say it he looks better than what we used to take the piss out of last season and the season before I still. Can't get my head around why people aren't talking about Tylersmans, Tylersmans, Tylamau, Kirk. We did French together. Um, <laughs> um, like he's got, he's well, FPL wise, he's, he's matched him in terms of points, but like he's also running the show. Um, I maybe just because he's a little bit further back and Madison's getting himself into the box more, he's just a better FPL option. But Tylamau is uh is playing out with skin as well, and maybe that's part of the reason why Madison's um getting the increased points. Cool. All fair points. Um
0: I'm not really gonna go into my big uh and indictment of Gundawana <laughs> and uh, FPL Twitter and that everyone are idiots because I'm the idiot now. Yeah. If only we did this part yesterday. <laughs> <You could have laughs> that made, would have been hilarious. Could've made a show yourself. We still did. I think we're too honest for our own good. Well, I am. I'm like, well, we were going to say all these stupid things, but now we've been proven wrong. So I'll still tell you I was going to say that. <laughs> Even
1: well, though I mean, there's no need to. The proof is there. Like, like we can't say we think he's fucking deadly, and then look at anybody looks at our teams is like, what did you take a hit to bring in start? <laughs> yeah,
0: Kirk, this has given me vibes of a few weeks ago. Like I said, West Brom City was on. We'd both captain KDB. And we were saying he's huffing and puffing. I don't think he's going to do anything. Sterling just kind of, he didn't get put through, but he kind of got put into a bit of space there and just kind of jogged his way into trouble, not looking like, he looks like he's lost his cutting edge. Jog or waddle? Yeah, waddle. 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 (laughs) Wog. I don't know. But yeah, who knows? Second half, hopefully. Some space will open
1: up. So this is all the stuff we've done wrong. What are we going to do right?
0: That's it. Game week 21, I suppose we can have a quick look at. And then we'll move on to questions because a lot of them are in relation to game week 21. Have you any plans? Who are you going to captain? Any transfers? Um, sometimes I think we fall down because we just don't like doing the obvious thing. And sometimes maybe the obvious thing is what you should
1: do. Oh, it Definitely. If my team alone, I'd probably be in a way better position, but I'm chasing the differentials, chasing like the, you know, the big points. Like I still have Foden from like game week two. I shouldn't, but I do. And he's been getting me points the last couple of weeks. Um, But yeah, I should stop really, but I can't. I'm <laughs> some sort of weird FPL addict um going forward i just i to be honest I, i've lost track of what's happening with all these kind of rearranged games and stuff and then there's the talk of the the blank game we coming up 26 29 i just i'm not sure how to set up my team so to be honest for the next couple of weeks i'm probably going to be keeping my team very very similar is um i've three city players got sheffield next um just i've got a couple of united players leicester Uh, Antonio I mean I just can't see myself making any major surgery on the team Um, I'll be rotating in and out a few subs and KDB maybe coming back in in a couple of weeks but to be honest all I'm doing is looking at the fixtures and seeing which ones potentially could be rearranged when is it going to be a double game week and start aiming some transfers at that so very inactive Um, like this week going to next week Yeah, I I might roll my sub when you're
0: inactive you can't get yourself into trouble i would love to be in that position where i could roll my sub i think you you've been saying it to me all season and i'm like ha 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 i have 10 green arrows and i have two transfers
1: <laughs> and you're like well that's a great position to be in maybe maybe this is your time cracks yeah well, a few green arrows and my team's in good shape i only need to make minor subs now for the next couple of weeks but kdb was just a last minute kind of thing an injury and i had to do something but yeah definitely no major no major plans and um, what about Chelsea? Um, oh, yeah, really, good point. They, they're on the form list. They're, they got Burnley, Sheffield, Newcastle coming up um, with a Tottenham game in the middle. But um, I don't have any Chelsea assets at the moment. Um, you know, that new manager, kind of buzz, Tuchel, is he going to get Werner and Avert's motoring? Or what's the story? Tommy Tuchel, Kirk's Tommy Tuchel, or whatever
0: he's called. He he's definitely Tuchel. looks like one of those guys that would be the serial killer on a Netflix true crime kind of documentary.
1: He doesn't look uh, very likable,
0: does he? No. And uh, I was talking to our unofficial German correspondent. uh, (laughs) Just today, actually. uh, In fairness, he called Werner, right? Saying that he didn't think he'd suit the premier league and he'd struggle because he's so soft. And like, he does look a bit mentally soft, you know?
1: Yeah. It seems like just not interested. He looks very good when he's on the ball, dangerous running with the ball. And then for 88 minutes, nothing.
0: Yeah, but he said he's a good manager, 4-0, but he is a difficult character. I don't know how much that is going to suit Chelsea if things aren't going well. How long will uh, Abramovich kind of give him? If he's, you know, Frank got extra time because he's like Frank, you know, he's a legend. He's likable.
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, we called Frank though, like I, the season started late this year. Had the season started on time, he would have been sacked at Christmas. Kirks, you got yourself a little Raz assist there. Wow. I'll take it. Actually, <laughs> being condescending, I'll
0: take it. I'm not being condescending. I will take anything other than a captain blank, like an assist, <laughs> um, a freaky kind of two bonus points, even though you got no attacking returns. Just anything that's not a two pointer.
1: Yes. and I, uh, I, I do want a hat trick, though. I mean, I've just you set, think, my, set my bar. I want a hat trick. Uh,
0: if you think City are probably going to keep a clean sheet well, that's an extra point. But anyway, I'm getting sidetracked here. Uh, what are we talk about Tuchel? How good? Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend that I'm some fucking Tuchel beacon of knowledge master. of European football. Like, I don't haven't followed his career at all. Uh, he followed the uh, Klopp path. He was at Mines for four or five years. Yeah, went to Dortmund.
1: I, which is that before or after? After Klopp. Yeah, because it wasn't Tuchel. Dortmund, oh, who took over if no, actually that's years to go. I am just thinking like he's only at Liverpool what? Four years, five years. I actually going to have to Google that.
0: Upstairs a lot longer than you think. I think he could be there by five years.
1: Um I don't know. I just I saw the years that Tuchel was in charge of um Dortmund and I was kind of like, that seems a bit weird. Was he directly after Klopp for Mance and Brucey Dortmund? No, it couldn't have been. He was at Mance for five that's that. Yeah, five years. Anyway, I'll Google this in the background.
0: Anyway, yeah, he he did a good job at Mines. He went to Dortmund. It's hard to judge these lads because you don't really expect anyone to get one over on Bayern. When Bayern are all guns, you know, full seam ahead, they're going to win the German League. Um, When you go to PSG, you you should be winning the French League. But like getting to the Champions League final, that was a
1: a couple of steps further than anyone else has ever brought them. And there was that big thing about they had a dinner in a hotel. Remember all that shit? yeah. And they had like a team meeting. We're going to decide, we're going to follow what the manager says. We're going to play for each other and all this crap. And then they made it to the final. Um. And I just Googled it there. He did follow Klopp to Mads. And then he followed Klopp after to Dortmund. So just straight after in both, both positions. Okay. Um, but
0: interesting. It is interesting. He's not one that screams, you know, absolute he, pedigree to me. Like he's not a, an absolute winner. You know, he hasn't won loads
1: and loads yeah. of trophies. Is it a- is it a bit harsh? He reminds me of Andres Yaboas. No, not really. Like, you know? full of ideas, full of technical nuance and, like, you know, tactical ideas, but just can't manage a group of players. Although, like, that's a bit, I mean, that is a bit me, maybe. He did last uh, Paris and Gervais two years, whatever. So, what yeah, I will, will say about it. him is
0: I've no interest in Chelsea players till I actually see the new manager bounce. I always love jumping on things before they happen and it could be one where you're like, well I'll get in Werner now
1: and you know. But... It's it's actually interesting though. I think you're probably right. I think you do have to hold off because the way Lampard was playing there before he was he was yeah. sacked like does the new guy come in and does he play the English lads? So Zuma I think is under thing Mount, Gilmore, Tammy Abraham. Like those type of players are probably at risk of just being like who the hell are you get on the bench. Um, and he you might see players like Pulisic, Werner in the nine. Uh, who's the name midfielder? player? uh and Rudiger, like those type of players coming back in, like European kind of famous players. So be interesting to see what uh, how he sets up. Actually, sound like my dad talking about football there. Famous European players,
0: Do you no, know the exo- like-
1: the exotic lads. <laughs> no, but like the, the Rudiger would be like I'd say a big name. Like in most leagues, Zuma wouldn't mount. I don't know, like just that kind of Jorginho versus mount. I could see him coming in and dropping the English lad and bringing in Jorginho to the starting 11. I don't know. You think Poor if he does mount. that, he's in
0: trouble because like he hasn't got his finger on the pulse at all and he hasn't really been looking into the team because mount's been their best player by a mile.
1: Yeah, no, mount's brilliant, but you know, I also he wanted to buy Jorginho for Paris Saint Germain so. He must know who he is and must yeah. like the way he plays or fits into the way he wants to play. Um, and then you he got he managed Kante, at Dortmund, I think. So yeah, know him. Havertz and Werner being German language barriers and all this kind of shite. Like it'd be interesting to see who is, for, is in his first team.
0: Yeah, I don't buy this narrative now though that the German manager is going to come in and he's going to get a uh, Timo
1: Werner motor like oh. there's something. Do you not think that the plan? Do you not think like Abramovich is like? fuck it, I want to spend 100 million on these two boys. How do I make it better? German manager.
0: <laughs> and you supposedly... wonder why
1: he's spent
0: 100 million on payoffs like in but the last 18 years.
1: Supposedly they were looking for German coaches for that reason. Like I was reading the, the appointment thing today and they were just saying like they were looking at German coaches. Like that's that was, that was an angle. So it must be part of it. I think...
0: At the minute, Werner needs a new brain and two new legs, as well as a new manager before. <sighs> now, I don't think he's... I, I definitely wouldn't write him off forever. I think he's too fast, and he's scored too many goals in Germany to not come good. And this will help, but not, like, at the weekend. I'd write or him off for Chelsea.
1: I think he should go play for Leicester. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's
1: like a ready-made Fardy replacement. He, he is, though. Like He's lightning fast, on the break, uh, as the number nine. Like Chelsea have too much of the ball, too much, like, Pressure coming in with their midfielders to actually play the way he's going to want to play. So, just fucking cash him in, send Velasquez. Fair enough. Now, we've, <laughs> easy.
0: <laughs> in a roundabout way, we're going to come back to what I'm going to do for gaming 21. But uh, I'm glad we went there. I definitely think I'll move fast on Chelsea assets if I see any kind of performance against. Are they playing Wolves next? Which is a tricky game this week. Um, yeah. But like you said, their fixtures are are decent enough other than a, a Spurs game in there. And like, who do you get in though? Like, we don't know, is he going to favour Reese James over the likes of Azpilicueta? Is he going to stick with... Would you have had Thiago Silva at PSG? He obviously would have, like the times yep. match up there. So yeah, I presume he's going to like him. Who's he going to play? Like you said, is it going to be Zouma? Is it going to be Rudiger? It's probably not going to be Christensen. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> if it's Christensen, don't buy any Chelsea assets, they're getting relegated. <laughs> it's the worst decision
0: ever. Uh, Chilwell, you'd think, is pretty nailed, just performances and the money he costs. Yeah. I don't think he has any competition. But, yeah, like I said, I'd be ready to move relatively fast if I see a performance out of Chelsea, but I won't be doing it blind until until then, if that makes sense. Like, Havertz well, Come back, come great back next week, Vermont. basically. Yeah, pretty much. They've... They've all sorts of quality in that squad. They're all decent value. Um,
1: you know, if anyone starts Lamper, firing
0: get one in, definitely.
1: Lampard, I don't think Lampard had a style. I don't know if like you could say, Oh yeah, Lampard, I know I know how he's going to set up. Like he had Werner in the middle, Werner out left Tammy up front, then up front, Swap of the midfielders around, Kante was back into the middle, Jorgito played for a few games. Um I don't know. I couldn't tell you like what his plan was. It just seemed like he was rotating players around to keep them all happy and see what happened.
0: Yeah. From what I hear about Tuchel, uh, he changes systems a lot as well. Like he played a lot of different systems at uh, PSG and Dortmund. So I don't know if that's going to help them. And maybe Frank was a bit of a victim of the whole transfer ban. And he came in, had the transfer ban, performed above expectations and then, as soon as that was lifted, it was—he's like a kid in the sweet shop. It's like I'm going to spend all the money, and didn't really—he didn't—he didn't
1: even get to pick half of those lots, did he? No, he didn't. By the sounds of things, so you know. So two shall out by summer. Is that you're saying? <laughs> Maybe not the summer,
0: but uh, the next within the next two seasons maybe like the league is uh it's pretty competitive like city look like they're on the way back up uh united have the best manager in world football at the minute uh pool are still pool uh jose i think has got spurs playing a certain way where they're going to get results like there's no guarantee of him arsenal you never know there's no guarantee that tuchel's going to get them into the top four like
1: I don't think they're guaranteed top four now at the moment the way the run they're on and just unless it's a massive lift. Like they definitely have the players, but like Leicester are playing very, very well. They are, yeah. Big players, big players are playing well. And that's that's without fully fit Vardy, which is probably the only downside to that team. Uh, but look at Everton's run of fix results. It's, it's incredible. Like they haven't been playing brilliantly, but they've actually been um banging at the results. I can't remember what it is in the top of my head, but they'd won something like six out of seven.
0: Yeah, they're definitely overperforming because they started off really well and then they had the big blip and they've been missing, you know, dina has been suspended, injured, Richarlison the same, uh, DCL got injured for a few weeks, James. But, yeah, his ball broke. Yeah, he fell into his own kind of standards of being made out of crisps after his, like... <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like, actually what, what
1: we all expected. It's like, oh, God damn it.
0: But Kirk's, it's like I don't want to talk about what I'm going to do for game week 21. Just keep going off on a tangent. Um, sorry, that's
1: probably my fault. I, no, no, I don't I don't actually have a plan, so I'm just like every time you say something I'm like, Oh
0: yeah. What about this guy? It's definitely uh, more exciting than what I'm doing. Uh I've no real plans. I only know I have to do stuff. So I'm not in the the boat that you're in where I can possibly roll a transfer. I've Vardy on my bench. I've Kyle Walker Peters on my bench who got injured there recently. Um, oh, we didn't know that. Yeah, I took a minus four to get in Cancelo and Sterling. I thought City defence was a priority over... Actually, do you know what? I'm after getting very lucky here, I'll admit. Because before Vardy got injured, I had Saucek on my bench. So the fact that he got injured, I was able to bench him. I brought in Cancelo. I brought in Sterling. There's probably a lot. I don't like adding up points over what I would have had and all this kind of jazz because it does nobody any good. But I've got a bucket load of points out of that Vardy injury all of a sudden. (laughs) But... uh, Well played. Yeah, what was the point? The point is, I have to get rid of Ardy. Like I, I don't think he's going to be back in the next couple of weeks, and he's too expensive to sit on my bench again. Um, and I've only eleven players this week. If any of them don't play, I'm down to ten, and it's going to carry out over into next week as well. So, well, most of your players must have played by now, I'd say. Yeah, I've seven players today actually. Yeah, so we're already uh, most of it are. Three of them are absolutely carrying me. Um, yeah, Vardy probably to Kane. Uh, I didn't want to take a minus eight, and especially I think that Liverpool game will be quite low scoring, quite tense. And um, Liverpool need need a result; like they can't afford to lose that. Uh, Jose is always quite tense and uh, defensive. So,
1: interesting game actually, especially after they got the couple of goals against United. Um, your man, the center half isn't good enough, so I don't know what they're going to do. Henderson's going to play there again, or what the fuck? Matip may be back, but. I don't know what's going on in the world of uh, FPL these days. Like, what's the general buzz, Andy? What the fuck's going on? Uh, Gunduan is the best player in the game. Like, do people have problems or is everybody just floating around as mindlessly as we
0: are right now? Well, Kirk, the, the world of FPL and FPL Twitter, as in particular, is always full of problems. I think, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think nah. once you create an FPL Twitter account, you, you're either gonna. Accumulate issues, or you've you have issues, and that's why you've created it. So, uh, yeah, there's always stuff going on, but these days it's actually it's a load of shite, really. It's just a load of absolute random gibberish. It's there's not as much talk about football anymore. It's all, uh, it's all like being back in you know school, all that kind of (laughs) random shit banter, really. And there's not a whole lot football wise, like there was obviously the KDB injury and people trying to replace him, but uh. I think people fell into a couple of brackets. Like it was like Gundawan's the obvious choice, or else you tried to be clever asshole like us and get some else And <laughs> um, uh, the Leicester hindsight. midfielders are kind of people are wondering like, should they get in Madison? Should they get in Harvey Barnes? You know, like you said, they've been playing very well. They're they're definitely top four
1: contenders. I think if they keep that team fit, um, yeah, definitely they're they're better, better playing. Yeah, but it just seems I don't know if. It, like we touched on it at the start of the thing as well. Just um a bit of a weird lull in actually what you're um I just don't find like I've got any kind of maladies or plans. Yeah. I definitely needed that like, break. Uh, we're talking about twenty one here. Yeah.
0: Look, we'll we'll move on to um, questions soon because some of them uh apply to game week twenty one. Uh City look like there's a good chance that they're gonna have three doubles between game week twenty four and game week twenty seven or twenty eight. So Yeehaw we Did the right thing Getting in 3-city I don't know if we've If you've the right 3-city But uh That's going to be A question now For some of them Like Do you get KDB back in Or do you just go with Double defence And Gundogan Do you know
1: Yeah I think when we get Those fixtures confirmed I think that'll be An interesting week To talk about What well, tactics and plans to, to take on board At the moment I, I can't do anything Until I know that So I think that's
0: yeah. I think you've fluked The right answer there though It does seem like even FPL world has gone into a little bit of a lull, and I think it's because of all the things you said. Just it's just been a bit hectic. There's too much going on. It's like who cares? After after a while, you get a little bit of FPL burnout. So,
1: yep, a game a day.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm quite liking today. Like you said, seven of my players are gone. You know, I'll know roughly where I'm going to be for the week. Yeah, instead of absolutely.
1: this one game a like, day, it might actually lend itself to actually be able to make a bloody plan for next week. Yeah, it's
0: that all what's that phrase is it you're the wrong man to ask about yeah
1: i make up my own phrases
0: is it death by a thousand cuts or something yeah we'll go with that sounds like some sort of a samurai phrase you like all that nerdy stuff
1: death by a thousand slices (laughs)
0: slices of cake or
1: (laughs) yeah yeah let's move
0: on to questions i suppose Unless dire- you have anything else this. you
1: wanna no no I, I generally questions might be the best thing for us. Actually give a, bit of us a bit direction. Of direction. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like this has been even more rambly than usual. But uh I must say I'm kinda enjoying talking about FPL now. Like you said, switched off for a few weeks, still played the game and still looked into stuff, but uh it's good to be back. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. It yep. Stays reasonable for going forward. So Kirk, it's time, it's time, it's question time and all that, jazz. Uh, first question comes in from a new friend of the show. Kirk's so what do you think about this? I was thinking of resetting all of the friends of the show and starting again for 2021. That's fine with me. It makes no difference. Now, I'm not getting was... rid of it, but I just mean resetting it.
1: My only input into this whole thing is you say someone's name and it just makes me think of something else. And then I say the same thing every week.
0: so yeah I'll think about that for the week now so first question comes in from a new friend of the show Nuclear Adams question ask a machine (laughs) and actually I read this question earlier and I was getting ready to shoot it down but you can guess where it's going will Gundogan Gundogan still be the best city attacking option even if KDB comes back he plays as a attacking midfielder and is less than half the price of KDB
1: um a fully fit informed city team i'd rather have kdb and i don't think gunnigan plays as an attacking midfielder as much as he's got license to get into the box when the ball goes wide and i think that's where he got a lot of his goals from as well like he's i think kdb is probably the number 10 ish and gunnigan is the guy who gets into the box like um not quite lampard what's maybe one back from that but um I'd still prefer KDB. I I don't know. I think I'm kind of on board with you. This isn't a kind of form he can maintain, even with his two goals today. If you were to maintain this, like he'll be City's top scorer, 20 goals this season kind of stuff, which I just can't see happening. Now, look, you can't live your
0: life by XG and all of that. But like, if you were to check the XG for those two goals, I know he's a good finisher. Well, he's been a good finisher tonight. Like they are two low XG chances that he put away. He's not going to do that every week. Uh, two things I think of is I'm never, ever going to captain him. So I'm automatically robbing myself of a captaincy option, not having KDB.
1: Um, KDB's would you captain him? I'd captain him when KDB's out because yeah. he's on penalties. I wouldn't captain him when KDB's fit. And then
0: the second point is, and this is probably a bit silly, but I just can't spend the money. Uh, I could spend the money. <laughs> like I've, I've a 10 million I, forward on my bench in Vardy. I have 2.6 million in the bank. I didn't want to go to Kane playing Liverpool.
1: Um, I think you could easily upgrade a defender back to like a Robertson, like someone like that. Like they, they will. Like, well, hopefully with Madapak, defensively they they haven't been that bad recently. But there's a couple of clean sheets and assists in in someone like Robertson. Like it is possible to spend it. You can even upgrade your goalkeeper. Aldo, who are you sitting with? Martinez? Yeah. He's probably a keeper. Yeah, and there's just so much value in defence. And I find midfield actually possible to, to make any subs. I've got yeah. like Salah Fernandez, KDB, Foden, Suchek. I'm like, who do I sell? I don't know. None of them. I suppose you
0: could get in Sun instead of like... I was going to say check but I'm not going to do that even. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's, I definitely don't think he's instead of KDB. I'd happily have both of them. You know oh so- yeah,
1: I think that's a better answer, yeah.
0: Um, but then you're depriving yourself of double city defence, which looks quite uh,
1: overpowered Solid.
0: at the minute.
1: Yeah, I I think that's, I've got Foden. I think if I had, if I didn't have Foden, I might have gone KDB and Gun. Gundogan, I have to learn how to say his name. Um, no, you don't, Kirk's, because he's rubbish. Yeah, he's out of the team next week. Um, I think I want to. I wanted to stick with Foden. And that's maybe why I don't have Gundogan. But the uh, double city defense is a great show as well. I mean, they're the, definitely the most solid, most reliable defense in the league. And we used to do double pool defense when they were twice the price. So yeah. why wouldn't you do a uh, double city defense, especially when Cancelo's playing as an attacking midfielder, <laughs> pulling the strings?
0: Yeah. Um. I don't know if that answers that. I don't think he's City's best attacking option, but he's their best attacking option right now from a points perspective. I just
1: don't see him keeping that up, to be honest. You know? I'd have him ahead of Sterling after this game, unless Sterling does something fantastic in the second half. I would say it's Diaz, Cancelo, KDB, Foden, Gundogan. They're your choices. Yeah, but he's
0: proven unbelievable value, so he is.
1: No, I can't really... he had you,
0: fucking fair play. You can't knock that like um okay next question comes in from fpl quinner not a friend of the show uh a new asker of questions long way to go till he gets to that status but uh another question from quinner initial thoughts on game week 21 captaincy doesn't look straightforward so we didn't really talk about that because i knew we were going to come to that in the questions so who are you going to captain and who do you think are the options it is quite tricky i think
1: yeah, I was, I was going to say that just we finished talking about that. Like the fixtures, the teams with the best fixtures coming up are like not teams you want to have players. So, West Brom have good fixtures coming up, Crystal Palace have good games coming up, uh, Villa have good games picks. Like, there's no big team with, with a lot of fixtures. So, like tying into that, like the the captaincy options is uh, city player.
0: You can't go too wrong, can you?
1: See, I just it's just hard to pick one because, like, again, I've got Foden and Sterling, my team at the moment. Sterling's look like uneventful. Foden hasn't really got into this game either. Made by Captain Diaz in a Sheffield United game, they're not going to score. Kirk, it's the same (laughs)
0: fucking answer as everything on this pod. It's (laughs) Gundawan, he's your only man. Uh, This is upsetting me now. Home to Sheffield United,
1: it's United, Arsenal, uh, Liverpool, West Ham. Leeds Leicester. I've got a lot of players playing against you other. It's not a great game week at all. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably, I'm probably going City, and I could talk myself into the captain and the defender. Yeah, me too. Especially uh, Cancelo, Do you know, yeah. against Sheffield United, who really struggled to score. Um, I don't think it's the worst show. No, you think you're starting off with
0: a base six points anyway, and then those boys are always uh good for an attack and return or bonus. Um... Controversial. Yeah, I'd captain a defender um, I'm not captain in Sterling We'll see how Salah gets on now I would have Like in seasons gone by You wouldn't have thought twice about Captaining Salah against West Ham But West Ham must be in the top four At this stage And uh, playing <laughs> really solid. well Yeah. Uh, when I brought in Vardy Instead of Kane for game week 19 I kind of had this fixture Earmarked on the horizon I think Gundogan's gone off After 50 minutes, is he? Oh, a bit of respite.
1: And oh, Phil. And Phil. And Phil? Yeah. So I'm only left with my boy Raz, captain's armband. Yeah, all or nothing.
0: Yeah, but I was looking at a uh, Vardy against Leeds. Um, Leicester pounded Leeds the last time they played them. And on paper, it just looks like a great game. But uh, Vardy's had that surgery. Even if he was miraculously back for that, like what kind of shapes he going to be in? He's... He's been minding that hip-slash-groin injury. Windpipe surgery, first race. <laughs> Do you back those horses, Kirks normally? W, WS1. Yeah. So have we know. given him an answer there? I think a City player, yeah. A, well, for there, me, I'm looking at my answer.
1: team. I, I don't have any great things. And going back to the fixtures, the people with the best fixtures, best fixtures, Chelsea have the probably the best home game against Burnley. I don't know if you could pick another fixture out. Um, I wouldn't be put off maybe a Southampton or Villa player playing against Jitter if you picked a side, and Ings or uh, Grealish or whatever. But yeah, the fixtures are fixtures are tough. Everton home to Newcastle. Like if you, if you as had a DCL,
0: Brighton. Um, like Newcastle or ter- Newcastle are the worst team in the league at the minute. Uh, Everton are in a bit of form. DCL scored in the cup. Like I'm looking for. Uh, maybe we'll come to it after the questions. I'll have a question for you, Kirks. I'm Whoa. probably looking for a Bamford replacement and uh DCL's everton have nice fixtures. He's the kind of guy, I, I say it on the pod every week. I don't like owning him because he kind of drip feeds you points.
1: Yeah. Or maybe he gets that's his, what we need. His, uh he had an incredible return of um points at the start of the season. And I suppose maybe it only dried up because he got that. Was he injured, or what the hell was wrong with him? He was out Started for games. Drying up a little bit, but he was
0: still kind of knocking in assists. And then he did get injured recently, but he was only gone for a couple of games, came
1: back in the cup, scored. Um, If you gave me a choice of anybody in the entire game week, Spurs versus Brighton. Uh, uh, Jesus, I don't know. I wouldn't, I'd say we can look at West Ham for now. Phyllis for Hampton could be a slobber knocker. Chelsea, home to Burnley, new manager. What about Fulham versus West Brom? No, Kirk's. Kirk's. Kirk's.
0: No. No. We're not even going there. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I'm going
1: to bring in Luckman. But you're going to bring him in and captain him. Who knows? I've been drinking. I could do anything. Yeah. I think you're looking at
0: the City game. You're looking at the Spurs game. I I don't think Salah will be a bad shout, to be honest. Uh, I wouldn't go too mad. But yeah, like Bruno seems to be off the table. Although he has that sensational away form um, you know, Arsenal's a tough game My, all I can think of when I look at the Arsenal fixture was they just bet the shit out of United in the last game and I know a lot of things have changed since then but uh, I just yeah. remember United weren't able to lay a glove on them, they only lost 1-0 but
1: Arsenal just kept the ball, one rather comfortably and. R- uh, Weirdly. you wouldn't think that, like Arsenal have been up and down so much but, uh, yeah, I think I think Arsenal are capable of a performance like that against a top club, where they put the extra man defence, sit back, and um, try to soak, soak, keep the ball, soak. They don't really do anything with the ball, but they kind of just nullify.
0: Yeah, they kind of play football. Well, they did then, like I used to play FIFA, Kirk. So you get one 0 up, and then you just keep the ball. You try and piss off the guy so much that they quit. You don't even try and get a second goal.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's what Atletus that doing.
0: Yeah Anyway We've talked a lot there Without really giving an answer But that's what we do Um,
1: I'm glad I uh, Go back to City player Okay Grant Yeah I think so
0: Thanks for the question Quinner. Next question Comes in from A very good friend of the show FPL Uncorked Leicester lads are posting Decent underlying stats Do you trust them Without Fardy though
1: No I don't And I don't know if that's like A thing where I should Because they've actually Been doing so well but well, like his replacements are just so pants that I'm just like, <laughs> how could that not affect them? It's like the top scorer in the league last season's out and you're bringing in, is it Perez played up the last day? I don't know. Or Iniacho and uh, whatever. Like it has to affect them. And uh, the way that he plays as well, the closing down, the, like the, the speed in behind, he's not an easy man to replace. It has to affect them.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, it's just, even when he's not scoring goals, like the last two weeks when I triple captained him, he's still uh, causing teams hassle. Like you said, he's trying to get in behind, he's on the shoulder, he's pulling defenders out of position and he's eight assists this season. Like, he does provide for the midfielders and the other people that you might be looking at.
1: Yeah, if he can't so, get a shot off, I think he's, he's always like, I want to get in as a goal, I want to shoot, I want to score. But he's, he's actually, he's not greedy. Like, if he gets wide, he does, like, Try to pick somebody out. He's not. That's kind of selfish. So, yeah, not overly surprised. But it's just again, he's on the last man. He's breaking in behind. He gets at the goal. If he gets pushed wide, he puts it across the box. It's like no one to replace him.
0: That's the thing. Yeah. The only thing is, it doesn't look like he's going to be out for long. Um. Roger says it was a minor surgery. Like he could be out a week,
1: two weeks. It was causing so, him a lot of bother though. I mean, even watching him limp off again. I know we say it, but he's dealing with it and it's not going to impact him for the next game. But that must be something fairly wrong. if it's- I haven't seen any offside on any in
0: Kirk's, but Raz just tapped one in at the back post where he does his best work. <laughs> That's what you like to see. It is. I, I, was, I always call him a back post merchant when he's kind of running in behind, you know. Running in behind. No, just running and getting on that back post. They are checking it for offside. Hopefully you're okay.
1: It's still there.
0: But yeah, happy days. But yeah, I don't really trust the Leicester team without Fardy either. I think they're good enough where... Do you know what? They have a really good team on paper. Like They're really solid. Like you said, Tielemans is playing out of skin skin. Indeedy is class. And um, The two fullbacks have been good. Justin and Justin's very good. I think... Pereira, if he's to come back in, might play out wide, like I thought he might play front right. Yeah, when he comes back. And that gives them a little bit more solidity as well, like because you're playing two full backs, but he is fast and he offers stuff going forward.
1: So I do that think they'd be a good sneaky one, Andy. Out of position, out of position attacking, and he's not a bad attacker. No. So
0: I don't think Leicester. I don't think Leicester are going to not win games because they've no Vardy, but I think they're not going to win games by much. Like they might grind out a one nil, a two nil here and there in the the easier fixtures. But uh, he's going to be back soon, so I'm yeah, not getting in a Madison or a Barnes. It's just not for me at the minute. I can't fit them in. Yeah, me neither. Like I, my priority is to get in someone like Son or someone who's owned by about ninety five percent of the game. <laughs> that's awful Andy I'm getting Luckman in for Salah <laughs> <laughs> I'm captaining him so yeah we'll move on to the next question which comes in ah this will give me a little break Kirk because it's directed mainly at you Yoo-hoo. comes in from Matt another very good friend of the show a sporadic friend of the show but he's usually there with a question or a kind comment so that's why he's still there does Kirk's feel more annoyed that Liverpool have forgotten how to play football or is it more annoying that man United are sat at the top of the league? I get the vibe from most Liverpool fans that I'm tormenting. They could handle the drop, but not with United being back up there. So that's part A of the question.
1: Um, Yeah, that's, I don't know. It's quite loaded for me because I don't think United are going to stay. Well, here I am looking at the league and they're second now. Same games played, City look unstoppable. it's not like I'm concerned United are going to win the league and I'm all upset about it. I think City will walk the league now the way they're playing. Um Liverpool's drop off I think is more to do with Van Dyke than I think people give credit. I know some people kind of joke about it, like, you know, we're missing a defender or whatever, but um I just think it's he's just so important. Like tactically, like at the back they've got zero speed right now. And the way they play is just so reliant on the two fullbacks pushing right up the pitch and Gomez and Van Dijk covering the back between them with their pace. And without that, they get pushed back, fullbacks get pushed back, space opens up wide, Salah, Mane don't get into the box. It's just the whole thing falls apart. So I'm just writing it off. Just saying we're missing two quick fullbacks and the system's gone to shit. (laughs) That's it. Yeah,
0: no, I think you're you're bang
1: on there. Not like, disappointed. I think it's just realistic.
0: It's not like you're just missing probably the best defender in the world. It's just dragging your best midfielders back into that position as well. You know, playing Fabinho there, playing Henderson there. Like you said, the fullbacks don't have the license. The fullbacks, Trent looks terrible since he got COVID.
1: Um, yeah, there's something you it's just not quite honest. Like even his the crosses and the, the things he was getting right the last couple of seasons just are five yards off and that five yards is the difference between him sticking him in the back of the net or like you know coming back right right back at them Um, it's kind of annoying
0: yeah I think Robertson still looks dangerous he's just not worth over seven million which is why I got rid of him Um, Trent looks like he's just spamming crosses he gets the ball and he just the first thing he does is cross yes, it like he doesn't look middle. to do anything else and his crosses are nowhere near the same quality as they were so um, okay, part it's B of this question just a minor Minor difference though so. Yeah Um You think City are going to walk the league Will Liverpool come second?
1: I think they should But It's so close in there I just Like when they, if teams play each other There's just such a lot of swapping around I think Like even watching the Liverpool City game A couple of weeks ago I thought they were two best teams in the league Both playing proper football uh, Liverpool went out Hammered Chris Palace 7-0 and I was just like, right, Liverpool are going to win the league. Um, City had a few games in hand; they'll finish second. Yeah. Now, Jesus, they've like they've fallen off a cliff. Like watching them play against, um, I think the United game was probably the worst. Um, oh no, who's the last one? Burnley. Burnley was the worst. Yeah, that was definitely worst. It was like West Brom. You had excuses. Newcastle was excuses. United was like, oh, it's United. You know, it's a tough game. Whatever, take a draw. But I think the performance against Burnley, and it's not because it was Burnley, but just because it was the fourth or fifth result in that sequence, they were terrible. Like, they were really bad. Like, really bad. (laughs) I couldn't watch it. I think I ended up, like, Googling YouTube videos or something while the match is on. I just, it was awful. I don't know where they're going to go from here. Origi playing up front. And, you know, Jada, actually, when he gets back, I think that's going to be a big difference.
0: Yeah, definitely. And if he
1: comes back... And they, they win a the game and confidence picks up a little bit. Like they still have the all the same players. Like it, it was the, the saying, Andy, class is permanent, form is temporary. Like Those players don't go to shit overnight. There's just something missing, either a player or a whatever, a bit of luck or a bit of confidence or something. So, yeah, I would still think Liverpool should finish 1-2 with City.
0: Fair enough. We'll come back to that at the end of the season. I'm going to save this recording. <laughs> um, Deadly. I I agree with all your points on Liverpool there, except maybe the one two. This is Olay's year, Kirk's. I'm I'm fully on the bandwagon. Good. You know, probably right. his biggest critic in years gone by. But uh, you think
1: you're be second?
0: Nah, honestly, I I don't know. I'm just going to enjoy it at the minute. Um.
1: It's just so close. Look at Chelsea, where they they were like, were they top of the league start of December? Another eight or something.
0: Yeah, United are top of the league, but it doesn't feel like they're like, anyway comfortable up there. You know
1: well, what? they're not top of the league.
0: Uh, they are. They're going to win tomorrow, and they'll be back.
1: The
0: <laughs> anyway, let's wrap up part B of this question because it's more of the same, really. But we probably just need a number out of you. So, still from Matt. Last year, I said I'd rather finish tenth than Liverpool win the league. What is the lowest? Kirk's would be happy to finish if it meant United didn't win the league.
1: I, I don't really care if United win the league. I, I'm not actually that big bigger. You're the
0: biggest ABU I've ever met in my life.
1: It wouldn't bother me at all. I'd rather United won the league and Liverpool didn't fuck up the the, the league completely and finish outside Champions Leagues. Mm, don't believe that. <laughs>
0: And then he, he finishes that with, I know we'll be shit again by Easter, but it's been 10 years since I could wind up Liverpool. So, fair enough.
1: United fan, yeah?
0: Mm, I don't know, but his uh, avatar is a red devil. <laughs> okay, I didn't see it. But Kirks, the fact that he's picked up that you're a big massive pool head from listening to this pod just shows you. Because like you only give away about 1% of your poolness. You don't really let the mask slip that often because you're kind of
1: because there is nothing there no, you're like you fucking psycho fairness, you want on, me to be a pool head?
0: on the pod you do kind of focus on FPL I'll give you that you're reasonably professional I'm when do I app- never on what's happening in real life you're unbearable so you're <laughs> such a lie <laughs> so we'll move on do we have any more questions we've one more question so we do from another very good friend of the show and uh, he won't mind me saying I'd say a very happy friend of the show Alan Duggan who captained Cancelo tonight. Nice one. Yeah, I think the last I checked, I think he was on 17 points. What what a move that was.
1: He's the, Alan's the, the closest uh, we have to a replacement for Willie I've come across. Yeah, we said that on other pods.
0: Oh, now, did He we? loved right. that because, you know, he was a big Willie fan. Um, <laughs> maybe it's a sign of, how much we've how far we've come that he's stopped mentioning Willie? It used to be like wow, 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 this is a shit pod now, but now he just asks questions. So maybe, he's well, just
1: to be honest, after listening to this one, he might be back with that comment. We have <laughs> wishy washy <laughs> answers. No plan, don't know, no interest in FPL What's happening? No clue. I won't
0: lie, this is probably the worst pod we've ever done, but uh, who knows? Have to my, kicks, back and see.
1: my kickstart is back to life.
0: Yeah, you have to start somewhere mark like. We haven't played football in months When we go back on Monday night like Neither of us are going to be like Gunduan.
1: It's going to take a few weeks to get there I'll probably be the exact same Andy My fitness levels are very consistent (laughs) Just with your blasties (laughs) Uh, Alan's
0: question we kind of roundabout answered So he said What's Tuchel going to mean for Chelsea? Will Pulisic be the best option since he managed him previously? So let's not talk about what he's going to bring But who do you think will be the top three Chelsea assets Under a new manager?
1: Uh, I think he will try to play Werner in the middle, Pulisic left. Like, the way we thought maybe it was going to line up at the start of the season, Havertz in behind and uh, probably Zajic on the right. I mm. I just don't think it's going to work. I think he's going to run through the same problems Lampard had with with Werner in the middle. Um, and you'll probably find he'll struggle. I, I think, the, will he get a little response? I could see him getting a, like a maybe four or five games, like, you know, good results and it's like, you know, massive lift. But I could also see them long term struggling with that arrangement and having to bring back in a Giroud or a Tammy, having to bring back in, you know, Mount and Reese and all these guys who Lampard ended up relying on because it didn't work. Um, yeah. with Werner in the middle and no like Mount brings so much to the Chelsea team in terms of actual techers and like getting around and a bit of bit of heart, a bit of drive, a bit of, you know, even dirty now and again. Um I think he'd end up back where Lampard was. To be honest, fair enough. It was the pick tree?
0: Do you feel anyway? Sorry for Tammy Abraham. Actually, sorry to backtrack. He scores a hat trick at the weekend after being played through the middle. And be like, yeah, I'm the man again. And now it's like Tuchel's so coming in and like sending him on loan to Swansea or somewhere. Yeah, he's
1: just right. Who's that bag of spaghetti? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> he's
0: not my guy. He's used to having like the likes of uh, Marco Royce, Aubameyang. Um, Neymar. Neymar and Bach. And now all of a sudden, you've got, like you said, Mr.
1: Spaghetti. I yeah.
0: can't
1: see uh, it. I, that, I think he'll struggle with that. I think the first lineup he'll put out will be Werner down the middle, and it, it mightn't work out. And eventually, you see him trying out other people, and wouldn't be surprised to be brought in someone, somewhere. Yeah, if you can say fit,
0: I definitely think maybe. Pu- I don't know. Reese James is the only person I'd be interested in on that Chelsea team
1: yep I, I think he offers so much like if your man you, well, if he can afford it
0: yeah you think your man's going to come in and try and tighten them up because they did have a good defensive record and in my head uh, if I was a manager that's the first thing you try and sort out
1: I, I think Zuma might be under I think he might be under pressure I think I think he might bring in Rudiger I think Rudiger fell out with um, Lampard didn't he and yeah uh, I, I think he might play with um, Silva I think
0: Zuma hasn't played in a few weeks, though, Kirks. Who has he been playing? I know you've been saying you haven't really been following anything, but he definitely hasn't played
1: in a few weeks. Fuck. I don't have any Chelsea players the last couple of weeks, so I probably haven't been paying attention.
0: Yeah, he's missing. Who has been playing? I don't know, Kirks. We're not a Chelsea podcast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the expect from us. Yeah, exactly. I'm not putting in that kind of work. I'm going not- to go check, though. Not until I get back into it. Once we get back into it,
1: could be... We got all excited maybe when they when they re-announced the uh, blanks and doubles again.
0: Yeah, or when I get a green arrow. I kind of... I got two <laughs> red arrows
1: in a row and I lost interest.
0: <laughs> That's not good, Andy. No, I know. It wasn't anything to do with that. Just need a little break, Kirk's. So that brings us to the end of the questions. I had a question for you. So I've often said on the pod that I think Bamford is a season keeper. He's great value. He was getting returns. His underlying stats have always been pretty good. Do we need to get rid of him now? He seems to have gone completely
1: off the boil. Who? Bamford? Uh, Bamford, Um, yeah. I have him, and I think he's probably my my most likely to sell of the three. Now, I've got Cavani, Antonio, and Bamford. And I don't like having three playing because it gives me all sorts of selection headaches trying to fit three strikers on and then what midfielder do I drop and all this kind of crack Yeah, so I'm thinking of just going Bamford back down to bench fodder keeping two strikers Cavani and Antonio for now
0: Okay, I'm in that boat, like I have Brewster so I do have two strikers, am I getting a bit uh trigger happy though Like Bamford, his last three games have been two points, two points, one point I think this is kind of the straw that maybe breaking me like he didn't even make it to 60 minutes tonight uh he's oh. looked he's looked pretty sluggish but before that like he's so consistent 10 goals five assists like game week 16 he got eight points game
1: week 15 he got eight points Like he is consistent his three games yeah his x his xg and goals aren't far apart either looking at it here like it's it's not like he's was massively overachieving he's yeah. he was matching the figures like
0: I'm just not noticing
1: them kind of, you
0: know, missing eight chances a game where I go, well, one of them is going to go in next game. Or, you know, I'm going to get him on a day where he just explodes like he did against Villa that
1: time. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm i the same as you. I, but I've sold him before and regretted it because his price is just easy to sit on. But when I have him, I find it hard to bench him. And uh, I think that's what's causing me the most
0: problems with him. And I'm kind of stuck because I have to get rid of Vardy this week. So it's another minus four if I want to get rid of my whole forward line, pretty much in effect. But like, look at the, the games. Leicester, Leicester thumped them the last time. Everton, Palace, Palace thumped them. Arsenal, Arsenal are pretty tight. Wolves, they're not easy games. If you're ever going to get rid of them, it probably can be I now.
1: Make a case for Cavani.
0: Uh, you can. I was very close to taking a minus eight this week to get him in instead of
1: Vardy. Cavani is going to play most of the games for United for the rest of the season. Martial is rubbish, and any kind of injury to our front line, like you don't drop Cavani to play Greenwood. Like, I, I think he has to play most of the games once he stays fit, and like he's just such a handful. Like he's he's still a great player. Like I was doubtful at the start of the season, like with his age and stuff, but like it's just like Ibrahimovic when he came in. Like he's just technically better, and he's. And number nine, I just think he has to play. And he's yeah. playing for United, who are going to score goals. He's
0: definitely a winner as well, though. It's like you said when Slatan came in. Like, he was old, but he was, you know, still had the the hunger. Like, Cavani, you see him, he's all over the pitch, closing people down,
1: uh, making runs. And he's fit, like, he still looks quite fit.
0: Um, I, I
1: think you can accommodate Martial on the left. with Rasher on the right, give Greenwood a game now and again, kind of like on the right or as a sub. I think there's enough space in that team to uh, to play Cavani in the middle. And I think you had a similar uh,
0: opinion on our last podcast. You were bigging him up. You said Solchar. you heard Solchar being interviewed and he said something like, oh yeah, he's not here to be on the bench. We got him in to start games and blah, blah, blah. And uh, even since then, he's looked even better again. So yeah, you could definitely convince me to do that. I'm actually thinking of him as a Vardy replacement um,
1: if I don't go to the obvious Kane choice. Well, you get a chance to see the next game see if he starts, see how he plays But I could um, go Vardy to Kane
0: and Bamford to Cavani luck Mix it up, you know, a whole new strike force Freshen it up Andy, give it a new lease of life mm-hmm.
1: Okay Any other options for Bamford? You have Antonio, do you? Uh, Antonio, I, I, Antonio is just a good price Um, he's, he's in that kind of Watkins Bamford price range But again, they have no strikers uh, I think Blanco played up front um, last week um, but Antonio he's one of those players like he just suits the way that team plays like Vardy for Leicester Antonio for West Ham if he's fit he plays and I like that like with the strikers um, he's the there's no nobody around him like he's the number nine that's it so if there's something breaking in the box there's a counter attack I think it's he's going to be doing on the end of it um, so I'll, yeah West Ham playing well they're high up the league no competition
0: is there a I'll danger
1: like if I bring in Antonio? I'm
0: more likely to bench Souchek because I don't want to double up on my son.
1: Well, that's up me. And I got 12 points sitting on the bench. So <laughs> fair enough.
0: All right. That's double all West the questions. Now. Any questions you want to talk about, Annie?
1: No, I just want somebody to tell me when these blanks and doubles are so I can get back into planning properly. Rather that's than an- just guessing.
0: That's another day's work, Kirk. Now we're back on the the pod and horse. Maybe we'll uh, we'll look into it a bit ourselves. Yeah. That's your homework for next week.
1: Probably should look up some of the numbers and stuff as well. <laughs> it's like maybe I should do some research. You never do research though. Nope. Just watch football, play FPL, finish four million.
0: Where we're falling down this week, Kirks, is neither of us have done any research. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think was quite obvious. But uh yeah, hopefully there's there's snippets in there for everyone. Nuggets as we like to call them. Yeah, we'll just have to edit out some of the random shit make it sound better, Andy, won't we? Yeah, we will indeed. <laughs> right, so that brings us to the end of this pod. Uh, as I always say, if you've stuck with us this far, thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. We're the FPL Renegades. Check us out on Twitter, at Renegades FPL. Share it on all of the usual podding sites and all that jazz. Give us all those reviews, Kirk's. I love saying this because, like, when do you ever go in and give a random podcast a review like? I wouldn't do it. Neither you would I. You told me.
1: To. You're, I, I'm on this and I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't even
0: made up a fake account to go in and give us five stars, which nope. is very much easiest, something I would have done by do. now. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening. We'll leave it there. Good luck. good, luck, and and good fuck night. Fuck off.
1: <laughs>